This is the Big O Money Show with Bill Altman from the Premier Advisory Group. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Bill provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. Your money and your plans in perfect harmony. And now, here is the Big O Money Show with Bill Altman. Welcome to the Big O Money Show. My name is Bill Altman, co-host Tony Shore here uh, from the Premier Advisory Group, uh, local Omaha a registered investment advisory firm. Uh, we are a fiduciary out there to look out for your best interests. And Tony, I know things have been very rocky in markets. We know that. We saw inflation numbers yeah. come out high. Uh, we saw 9.1%. Uh, but what a lot of people are not talking about is core inflation came out a little lower, actually. So core inflation dropped. We don't hear that. Media likes to talk about all the bad and not the good. And there is a lot of, um, I still think there's a lot of good going on. We have some, I believe still, we have some serious production issues. And, uh, but I believe the woke are getting woken. I, I do truly. I, I talked to one of our uh, money managers, Marianne Montaigne, who has young children and uh, not young children, excuse me. They're had, they have big boy jobs, but they're young, you know, uh, just started working out of college and all that. Right. Compared to me, they're young is what you're saying. <laughs> compared to you, Tony. Yes. Yes. Um, and myself. Right. You know, sure. but what they're seeing now is, you know, the cost of daycare. They're starting to have their own children, very young children. Uh, the cost of the gasoline and, 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 you know, there was this big push for so long that we had to pay for everything for everybody. Right. Right. And I can totally understand helping people out that need it. That's what we do as good humans, as good Americans. We help people out, right? And we always have. But not to the extent of uh, where it becomes worth much less or nothing, right? And it goes back to college. You know, yeah, it's, you know, in a, in a perfect world, maybe. I don't know, not my perfect world, but maybe right. college would be paid for? I don't know. I don't think so, though, because it devalues the education. Look at it your does. daughter who has full ride scholarship to St. Thomas. She worked her butt off she did for that. And yep. and then all of a sudden, pretend she works her tail off, gets that. And then all of a sudden, next year, it's free for everybody. Wow. Yikes. What would she feel like? What would, what would go through her mind at that time? Right? Yeah, it would really devalue the experience and all the work she purposely worked to get straight A's in high school to be a part of the honor uh, honor student to work so hard on the essays to try to get that scholarship. She looked for scholarship. She she had to jump through a lot of hoops, a lot of interviews, and study really hard. And you know, it, it's uh, the reward is a full ride scholarship to a great school. Uh, but if next year they decide just everybody's free, uh, that really does take away from her achievement and from the value she'll get out of it. Right. And so, you know, I, I believe people um, are starting to to really, really feel it. 
um, without a doubt. And you're certainly yeah. feeling it in your portfolios, you know, and oh. we have to remind people there's not a crystal ball, right? And, and, it, and it's tough to say, you know, let's just pull and go to cash, you know, like, yeah, let's pull in December of 2021 and sit in cash for a while, you know, because we think it's not going to do this or that. It's just not a good plan. You hear about big corporations going, um, you know, or big investors or big funds Mm -hmm. talking about, it's not quite the right time to go in. I can tell you they're not sitting on all cash or if they are, it's very, very, very few of them. Okay. So maybe with their dry powder. So the dry powder isn't the kind that you're, that, that you may be used to from the seventies or, or whenever, right. Um, we're right. talking about the dry powder of the cash in your accounts and your brokerage account and your checking savings money market. And you want to you want to take that uh, money and invest it at some point. Right. Um, again, the excess over the reserves that you need. Is it the right time? Again, not a crystal ball. Uh, am I still a very, uh, I'm very uh, disciplined myself uh, on a constant dollar cost averaging, right? And so have I been buying in to markets that have been declining for myself personally? And the answer is absolutely yes, because again, it's that discipline that I've, uh, that I've been accustomed to that I've created. I don't like it, sometimes right but i know in the long run it's worked out very well and it's worked out very well for people and and so many of my clients i have a a good client that likes to maintain equity uh positions and likes to stay invested but he feels the pain and he knows it you're approaching retirement um and it's just the that's the that's the risk, right? Um, but right. if you can stay disciplined and, and stay invested and you own good companies, uh, we do believe this along with every other crazy situation that we've gone through in the world that we've talked about on these shows from wars to pandemics to, to dot-com crashes to, you know, we have had a crypto crash recently. From all these things going on, we, commodities markets entering bear markets, right? A lot of people right. aren't talking about what's what's been actually coming down or some of the good that's been happening. And so, again, I do believe that we get through it because I don't believe there is another alternative. And I think I also think the votes are going to go a little bit different at midterms. Right. And, and right now, the pain, that measure of pain for people is very high. But we have seen gas prices come down a little bit lately, right? Yeah, they're starting um, to come down a little bit, right? We've seen uh, a, a chip production ramping up quite a bit, actually, which is great. And so we might yeah. see a, a re a, a, a re grow a re a rebirth in the growth of the auto industry, kind of like we a hope. a comeback, yeah. right? And it, and it just needs to happen. Innovation, um, you know, Tony. We've talked about uh, I'm a, at a conference actually. Um, so this show is being held. Um, in Deer Valley, Utah, um, w- when we were recording this show, which is uh, Thursday uh, of this of this past week, here the sure. show airs on uh, on Sundays in Omaha on eleven ten KFAB. Uh, but we talked about crypto. Uh, I'm I'm not an owner of crypto. I'm not. Um, our 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 uh, president of the Gradient Investment Side, Mike Binger, he doesn't own crypto. Um, Nate. Nate owns crypto. 
you know yeah nate's half the age of binger oh not i yeah. ooh, i shouldn't say that binger don't listen to that because that would put that, <laughs> that would put binger at like 80 yeah that's that's hilarious though you know but we talked about um sometimes it's the acceptance of change you know, sure. and sometimes it's an adapt or die. So, you know, like a, the the blockchain, the different crypto, um, will there be a consolidation? Sure. Um, but it's going to bring it, it, it brings a level of uh, just a different level of investing, a, a different level of what can be done, what it what it does do. Uh, you know, and, and it's very interesting. Our NFTs, you know. Uh, yeah, that's crazy. Crazy. going to bring those up. Yeah. yeah. Non fungible tokens. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, what the heck is this? Again, me. No, thanks. I am. I like my brick and mortar, man. I'm old school, right? Yeah, I've tried to read up on crypto and, and stay up with it and, you know, talk to my son a lot about it. He's 23 and he's dabbled in it, but um, it's super risky. I mean, and that's why most financial advisors don't talk about it because, uh, you know, you have to look out for your client's best interests and our listeners' best interests. And, you know, uh, we've seen crypto just tank recently as well. Right. You know, and the markets are down. Crypto's down quite a bit. And that's why it, you're not saying, you know, go out and buy crypto because it is you think the markets are risky. Crypto's very risky. Oh, my gosh. I mean, Brian was talking about crypto. You know, he put 25 grand in or something. His account's now worth a worth about five um, on that crypto yeah. side. You, you know, but again, it's uh it's understanding. We actually have a portfolio coming out in January of 2023 that's going to address that market. Um, and it's going to allow people to participate in that market in a managed portfolio basis. Uh, you know, and again, is it speculative? Absolutely. Um, will you maybe potentially no guarantees, of course, see venture return like capital, venture capital return money, potential, absolutely, because yeah. th those investors are pouring big money into it. Um, Google, uh, Facebook or, or Meta, I mean, just a couple big names that are that are that are investing substantially in that market. And, and again, yeah. if, if I showed you a chart of the companies that are investing in that side, it's substantial. Um, it is, you know, and it sometimes comes down to a checks and balances piece um, with the crypto. And, and the more you, I study on it, the more I uh, understand it better. Right. But it, instead of having a couple uh, people signing off or one person signing off on the accuracy of something, let's say. Right. Yep. Um, and when I say one person, one one body, one, mm -hmm. you know, and a lot of times that kind of comes down to one one thought process, one person's right. thought process. But now right. you have these these individuals that are basically checking off on the on the balance sheet on the, on a ledger so if you can kind of think yeah. of it like that you know and you think about digital currency and people are like you're crazy digital currency and again i'm i'm not the proponent i'm not an investor of it i'm not telling you to invest in it but i'm i'm, I'm helping you learn uh, uh, you know along with what i learn um but with digital currency and people are like okay i would, I would never you know it's crazy thought well, well is it though? So when you get paid by your company or by social security or whoever you get paid by, um, or you're Venmoing someone, something, right? You owe somebody a right. hundred bucks and you Venmo a hundred bucks. What is that? I mean, are you driving them? Are, are you picking up cash from your employer for your paycheck or is it being directly deposited into your account? Well, 
my guess would be the majority of people have a direct deposit, right? Some type of ACH or wire transfer or something like that of that nature. Um, And the same thing. So, and and then, so you get paid, the money goes into your bank account, right? Electronically, right? right? Now, do you go to the bank to draw all that money back out? No. Typically not. Do you? I mean, when you get paid, do you go there and say, okay, I'll take my, I'll take my (laughs) money that was deposited. Thank you very much. You you don't, right? Um, It's what do you do though? How do you buy things if you don't do that? How do you buy things, Tony? Uh, With a check card or with With, my phone. With your debit card or your your phone. What a crazy thing, right? Or your credit card and you get your, and you get points and all that kind of garbage, you know, and then, but your bill is due. You got to, you got to pay the credit card bill, right? Well, right. how do you pay the credit card bill? Do you, do you, do you walk some cash into the bank or to the, nope. to the, do you go over to discover or American express and say, here's my thousand dollars. It's electronically removed automatically. No kidding. Huh? So yeah. you're telling me that you probably go to your phone or go to your computer and click a button and transfer the money from your bank to your credit card and it's paid. Right. Really interesting. You know, you, so you think about all that, right? And we have all of this going on. We have we have all this digital currency and digital trans- transactions going on right now. Um, it's already here and it's been here for quite a long time. The landscape is just changing a little bit. Right. It's like right. people say, well, I don't trust digital. Well, your 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 money is already all digital. That's right. I mean, it goes from the company. It's just numbers moving from where you work into your bank then automatically from your bank, your uh, credit card company pulls the money out of the bank and pays and the bills come automatically. And once you set, you can set it, forget it, or you can just use your phone to pay for things and it comes right out of your account. Yeah. I use my, I use my iPhone wallet to pay for things and it's got my check card in there, my regular credit card, my debit card from my bank account. It's all there. My Starbucks card, it's right I there. I did the so, same thing, a little double clicker on the side there. Yeah, and bam, you, you look at your face and bam, you're paid. You know, yeah. so so things are are changing. Um it's not it's not going away, right? But you just have to be careful. And so do you invest in the actual coin itself? You could, but again, very speculative. No doubt high risk. Okay, yeah. so do you buy the Bitcoin or whatever, whatever crypto you want to buy? Cryptocurrency is really high risk. Or, Tony, do you invest in the companies that are investing in the technology right. to use go. it? And we're talking about big brains right now. Goofy decisions, you would think. Sometimes these people, like, what the, he- sure. what the heck are they doing? Um, yeah, sometimes we wonder about Bezos and Musk. But we're talking about trillion dollar market caps. Right. And we have to remind people of that. This isn't this didn't happen by accident. We have brilliant, brilliant yeah. people on board yes. that are running these companies. And, 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 and sometimes we don't like what they do, of course, um, but they're probably not going to listen to our opinion. <laughs> no. Right. No. And at the end of the day, they have grown them from zero to billions or a trillion dollar market cap company. And, yep. and, and that's very impressive. So we have to remind yes. ourselves that that change is always here. And we have to remind uh, uh, P- PPI index came out uh, solid. Uh, those were those were decent numbers. We had good employment numbers, um, but somehow media likes to, to twist it a little bit on us. Again, talking to Marion Montaigne. Brilliant. Uh, she's a chartered financial analyst, a portfolio man- senior portfolio manager. 
you know, talking to her. And she's been in the business for a long time and, 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 and talking about all the good, you know, so we, you know, you, you turn on your news and, and uh, you hear bad about the killings in the streets or this or that or the war, you know, Russia, Ukraine situation or whatever you're hearing about. Right. Um, but you don't always hear about the, the good. Right. And, right. and so sometimes we like to remind people of that because, yeah, what, what's going on in this market stinks. It stinks. It stinks for everybody. Um, but do we panic? No. We talk about the panic button. We talk about we talk about these situations when markets are good. Do we not? Yes. You, you and I sit here and we talk about we, we markets are awesome. They're up 20, 30 percent in a year. And we talk about what could happen. We talk right. about protecting yourself. We talk about understanding that, yes, maybe since 1926, the S&P has been up 73% right. of the time. But remember, 73% of the time is not 100% of the time. No. So we remain invested We, we, we uh, per your situation, per your risk tolerance. Some people don't want to take any risk. They don't want to take any that's risk right. at all. And, and that, yeah. hey, that's fine. That is okay. You have to understand what happens when you do that. And it's uh, typically long-term reward will be less with the less risk you take. Are the uh, Right? And your, yep. and your long-term reward for going higher risk should be higher. That's just the way it works. And it's always work that way. We want to achieve balance though. And especially our folks that are uh, approaching their retirement years or, or we're talking about retirement accounts or they're in the retirement years. We have to understand uh, what the income needs are going to be and how we're going to figure out those income needs, how we're going to, how we're going to gather uh, the assets and properly allocate them to make sure you have good income coming in. You're not taking too much risk. Um, and, and sometimes the income needs just aren't a whole lot. You just don't need a whole lot of money because of your lifestyle. You, you just don't need a whole lot. And so you can be a little bit more aggressive in your portfolio because your drawdown rate isn't so strong, right? You know, and for people that have a really large drawdown rate or a higher percentage, we got to do some work, man. We have to understand where we're going to get that money, how long that money's going to last, um, and understand run Monte Carlo scenarios of uh, of you know what could happen. What are your percentages of success, right? And we plug all that in. But yeah, does it stink? I mean, look at our look at our GTR, a tactical rotation algorithm uh, portfolio went to cash based on again, it's a rules based portfolio, and, yeah. and so every month this algorithm runs and it says, hey. Based on what we've seen, we don't like uh, the current landscape. So it went to cash. A lot of our clients saved a ton of money by that happening. This isn't, this wasn't. People don't like it. A lot of people don't like it when that happens. You oh, know? they I like mean, it when the market's down though. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah, you know, but exactly. it's the same old story, Tony. Like, you know, when the market's down, you might hear, well, geez, I should have been in, in cash or a lot more safety. When the right. market's up, people are like, well, geez, that safety or cash should have been in the market. Uh, if people are in things like buffered index portfolios or cash, uh, they're loving that right now because you don't want to lose 30%. Well, you talk about a buffered index portfolio, and if you can have an upside cap of 30% over two years, and you still have downside protection of 15 or 20% um, and the money's liquid, come on, people. 
You know, yeah. I mean, that's not a bad place to reposition some of your money. We talked to a lot of our clients about that. How about multi-year guarantee annuities? I mean, heck, we have uh, I'm not sitting in front of uh, a rate sheet right now. You know, we do right through about 40 different companies we have access to. So we're constantly looking for the right rates. Right. But if we're looking for a multi-year guaranteed annuity, say it's a two year um, annuity, right, that it, basically you put your hundred thousand dollars in and you're guaranteed a certain rate of return for for two years. And then after the two years, the money's liquid again. Okay. During the two years, you have surrender charges to get out. But after the two years, it's fully liquid. Tony, we're seeing like 3.8% rates again. We're seeing three year rates in the fours again. Right. You know, when the last time I've seen rates like that, it's wild. So will. And hey, the Fed with these high inflation numbers, again, 9.1%. And that includes food and energy. That's the total inflation rate. Yeah. 9.1% is chunky. Um, no doubt about it. So what's the Fed going to do? Well, no doubt. I would imagine the Fed's going to raise rates again. Yeah, they're going to raise rates again. And, and, and it's going to be a chunker. That inflation, rate, that inflation rate, Bill, I read this morning is the, the highest since 1981. Yeah, it's nasty, you know. But you know, so what are they going to do? The raise rates. What are we expecting? Uh, I'd say 75 bips to to, to a hundred. What's that mean? Uh, three quarters of 1% to, right. uh, to one full percent, uh, bips or basis points people. So if you ever hear somebody talk about a bip, it's a basis point. Okay. And there are 100 basis points in every 1%. Okay. So if you hear 75 bips or 75 basis point increase, it's three quarters of 1%. I think the Fed will aggressively do that. Again, are we hearing, um, our president talk about, uh, manufacturing, are we hearing him come out and talk about these markets at all? We're not actually at all. No, at all. And, and and that is really bad. We're seeing approval ratings in the toilet. I think it was 33%. And then uh, of Democrats, of Democratic voters, approval rating, I believe, was at 70%. That is a really, really terrible approval rating. Yeah, and it's a low number. They said yeah, 20, they good. said 24%. Of 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 Biden voters would not vote for his nomination again, and that number is growing every day at this point. Yeah, and so. and, and I I think if we you know regardless of Republican or Democrat, people want somebody to be on that TV. They want somebody to come out and talk about it. They want they want reassurance that things are going to be okay. But when no one's coming out and talking about it. Or if they do come out, they're not talking about the the most important thing to people. I'm not saying Russia and Ukraine isn't important, right? That's a humanitarian crisis over there. But locally, locally for U.S. citizens, the number one uh, concern right now has to be inflation in the economy. It has to be your own pocketbook. Your own pocketbook. Yeah. And that's what people yeah. are going to look out for. It goes back to get your own mask on before you help others. Same thing with your finances. You got to be you got to be on solid ground. So what's the number our listeners can call to set up that meeting? Yeah, Tony, 402-557-6730. Again, 402-557-6730. And you can go to bigomoney.com. All right, and that does it for today's episode of The Big O' Money Show with our host, Bill O. Thank you for listening to The Big O' Money Show. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Bill Altman at the Premier Advisory Group. Call 402-557-6730 or visit their website at 
P-A-R-A-D-V-I-S-O-R.com. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Bill Altman and the Premier Advisory Group are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency.